business and people. Your host, Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Hi, everyone. This is Walt Bayless with the Business and People podcast today. I'm so excited to have 10 times international best-selling author Divya Parekh on the line with me. Now, Divya has been featured all over the world. She's been uh, interviewed on CBS, BBC News, NBC, ABC, Forbes magazine. She has spoken in world stages and she delivers a message on relationships, stress management. She's a supporter of entrepreneurs and it is my great pleasure and privilege to welcome Divya Parekh to the show. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Walter. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's fantastic to see you. Now, you've started your career, I guess, your your academic career in the biotech space as an associate professor. You've now moved into the entrepreneurial world, a 10 times international best-selling author. How did this all come together for you? Oh, it's a, do you want a Reader's Digest version? Or <laughs> Whichever you feel. <laughs> Well, no, we'll keep it uh, Reader's Digest version because we don't want the audience to fall asleep on us, you know. Fair enough, fair enough. So I started out my journey in science. I love science and especially biochemistry. To me, you know, human beings are such complicated people and uh, the whole machinery, you know, there's nothing more complex than brain and our whole body physiological system. So I went into biochemistry very, very curious from childhood and just love learning about it. Just love learning that how, you know, like little things can generate happy hormones and little things can generate stress hormones. And it's all so much related that we can do little things in our lives and bring about so much change, not only in our happiness, not only in our health and mental and relationships. That is just fascinating. So from there, I moved into biopharmaceuticals. And in biopharmaceuticals, I danced in so many different areas going from the science area to validation to quality control to leading multi-million dollar projects to being a customer liaison. And the whole idea was to expand my career horizontally. And because I did that, I was very fortunate to have learned about so many different sides of running a business at large scale. And just, I love learning. And then what happened was come 2008, there was a economy downturn and the, as the economy tumbled, as you know, throughout the world, you know, all the industries were impacted yeah. and so biotech industry. And a lot of my friends were let go. You know, I saw them being walked off at a moment's notice and there was just something about it that touched my heart. Yeah. And I looked at it closely and I loved being the part of the machine where, you know, we were, making life-changing medications. And of course, patients were waiting at the end of the road. But it brought back just something very, very to the front that, you know, if economy is not doing good, then people can be numbers. And of numbers, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but like, what if, what if everybody came together and said, you know what, all of us are going to take pay cut. So that way, nobody has to go. Yep. What if you have a job? So just, it just kind of turned me around in another direction because as entrepreneurs, you know, as you know, entrepreneurs are the change agents and they're the movers and shakers and they can cause big movements in the world. And mm-hmm. then that moved me into the coaching profession and coaching profession, you know, I moved into neuroscience leadership and continued to use my biochemistry background, Lean Six Sigma and learned 
marketing and so many, you know, about influence. And because I'm a voracious learner and just kept on learning. And what I found is that the more I learn, the more I found out that the less I know. Yeah. There's a okay. lot I don't know about <laughs> yeah. that about. So, you know, as that moved around, I was helping. But, and this time, you know, I was still in the corporate world. I was helping a lot of women throughout the area for nonprofits. Okay. So that because a lot of women did not have opportunities and I was just kind of helping them out and the word got around, got a few awards for that. And I was invited to do a anthology, which is, you know, like several authors contribute to a book. And the reason that attracted me was because the money from it was going to some children and, you know, the profits were going to that and just kind of touched me. I'm like, okay, you know, what if my contribution can take a child to some place? You know, I'm like, that's so wonderful. Yeah. And that was my first book, so to speak. And then I just uh, figured out along with my, you know, writing books that I had kind of processed and it just kind of worked every time. And as I started writing and I just released my 15th book, it's my pride and joy. I love that. As I will tell you, this book, what I wrote from expert to influencer, and a lot of people may be thinking that, Oh, I got to be a rock star. I got to be a star athlete. I got to be a Hollywood hero or heroine, so to speak. Or I got to be a social media influencer with millions of followers or thousands and hundreds of followers. But in this book, I bust the myth of who an influencer is. For me, an influencer is a rising tide that lifts all boats. It's about growing together, learning together, building that community. So... It's very near and dear to my heart. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I, you. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's an incredible journey. So from, a, from the neuroscience um, um, study, I guess, of, of happiness and, and joy that you were talking about before, being, you know, little touches can make those huge differences. And then moving that into the entrepreneurial space, into the, into the business world, and starting to create, I guess, your own learning legacy where things that, you've, uh, that have impacted you, you've been able to put into words and, and help other people along the way. When did you realize that, that uh, you had that first um, group publication, I guess, but when did you realize that being an author was something that was just absolutely your call? Oh, here's what I'll tell. <laughs> you know, Walter, I'll tell you it began when I was a very young kid. I used to love writing short stories and poems. And of course, you know, I'm sure folks, parents did that to you too. Like, you know, when guests came to visit, like they would parade you. Oh yeah, you know, my kid wrote that poem or they know how to write, <laughs> how to play guitar or play piano and like, come on, show it to everyone. You know, you're the pride and joy. And of course I was paraded and I didn't realize at that time and reading my short stories and poems. So I used to love, and then something happened and I kind of moved away from it. And after writing this first anthology, you know, it was very tough. It was not easy. And then I, said, okay, let me write the second one. And I would go around with book. And it was so interesting that so many people would say, oh, I've never met an author before. I'm like, hmm. And interestingly, when I was just kind of Googling some statistics, there are a whole lot more doctors than there are authors. So 
its authors are still, uh, I would say, uh, a rare breed. Maybe <laughs> prevalent or a common species, so to speak. And, yeah. you know, once I read the book and then the key thing when you say that, you know, that it's uh, been one of my callings is I've been very fortunate to have great purpose in my life and have different callings like relationships. And of course, you know, everything ties down together. It's about people. So I knew from a long time back that people are the bane of my life. (laughs) Then you see somebody succeed. And like, you know, so many times I would see like my clients or this is even going back in biotech when you're like, okay, you know, you have worked over weekends and then you get to see those videos of these patients who have got the drugs and they have that additional one year after receiving cancer vaccine or somebody, you know, who had such a miserable life and they got some medication and their whole life turned around. And similarly in coaching or being an entrepreneur, you help somebody succeed and you see them soar. Yeah. Yeah. Other joy like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's, I agree with you completely. I mean, that's, that's why I do what I yeah. do with the podcast as well. It's just, it's the hope, as, as we, we said before we hit record, it's the hope that somebody is in a car right now on their way to work or on the treadmill or wherever they might be listening to this. And, they, and, and, and we can talk about something that makes them go, wow, yes, that's it. That's, that's the lever. That's the, the button that I've been waiting for and, and something happens in their life and they can turn it around. So now uh, with, with the, the position that you're in, Divya, you have uh, amazing workshops that you run at a corporate level. So you come in and help um, companies with their teamwork. You'll help companies with their communication and their messaging and relationships inside of the, of the company. You also speak on stage uh, regarding those same sort of topics, helping people communicate better, helping that re- those relationships strengthen and, and to really make sure that that message uh, that is, is getting through. Is that something that's been a major, I guess, finding passion for you? You've, you've realized that this communication model needs that kind of tweaking so that everybody can move forward together? Yes, you're absolutely right. And it's, again, going back to, you know, your question that you asked, that what was it that showed me that it was my calling as an author? It would be so many times, you know, I have had readers reach out to me. I'll just share a couple of stories. So Please. somebody, for my last story, the entrepreneur's God, and somebody reached out to me, uh, an accounting person in Chicago. And uh, my email contact information is always there in my books. And she reached out and said that, you know, they had created a mastermind, a group of women coming together and using my book as a mastermind. Wow. And now gone through it for the first year and now they're going over it again and their businesses have grown. And that is so, so rewarding. Wow. And similarly, like uh, recently with my, uh, this book, you know, somebody wrote, uh, tagged me on my Facebook page and I didn't even know and said that, you know, they had two months of coaching program versus my book and that my book had given them so much more information and knowledge that had turned their life around in comparison to that coaching program. So these are the things that just kind of make you fill with joy and, you know, they empower you to continue learning. I love it. And back to, you know, what you asked is that why is that necessary to grow together? So think about it. You know, a lot of people think about as influencers. I'm going to go to influence. So there are different types of modalities of getting your work done. And you can talk about like communicating it or which is, you know, messaging it. And verbal portion is the least, right? It's how you're showing up in life. Mm-hmm. And think about it. 
you know, there's different forms of communication. I'm just going to touch upon it briefly. Manipulation, coercion, and persuasion, influence, negotiation. So when we talk about persuasion, we are moving from the focus on self. Because in coercion and manipulation, the focus is on self. In persuasion, you are presenting your ideas, you are supporting it with data, and you're allowing the other person to have that space where they have the choice to make the decision. They may be cautious at first, but they can weigh the situation, they can weigh the options and say, okay, I'm in. Now, when you move to influence, you're just showing up. So uh, folks, you're like, I was so delighted when you reached out to me and said, Divya, you know, I love your work and I'd love to have you on my podcast. So in this case, there was some connection, right? I did not reach out to you. Mm. I did not have this uh, passion like, okay, you know what? Let me connect with Walter. I'm just showing up in my life. And something is working right. And that's what I, uh, you know, partner up with my clients and partner up with companies to teach them. So it's like showing up. So that's what influences. Yep. And when you said that, I was like, oh, wow, thank you. You know, (laughs) something in my message is like resonating and it's connecting with people. Definitely. Definitely. of influence, that's what the communication I'm talking about. And that's, again, this book is about expert to influencer is not like going and becoming something this great, but just kind of showing up in your life where you have joy day to day. Because think about it, Walter. Why do you do podcasts? Because you want to impact people. It brings you joy. Mm. Why do I help people and my clients? And why? Because it brings me joy and happiness. Why do we go on vacations? Why do we even go get degrees? Why do we get houses? Why do we get this model of car? Why do we have children? Why do we have this great careers? Anything. Ultimately, what does it come down to? Always. Bringing joy and happiness in our life. Yeah, definitely. That's What I'm talking about is giving meaning to your message, giving meaning to your life. And that's what influences, that's what the communication is to me. Absolutely. And I love that, Divya, because I think, you know, if we talk to people and and as a a survey, this is my opinion, not fact, but my opinion is if we took a survey of people and said, what would you like out of your life? You know, tell me about what your future holds. The, The majority of the answers are going to come down to that one word, happiness. We all just are looking for the happiness. And obviously it means different things to different people, but that's the driving force. So Divya, I think the, the audiences we're talking to them are entrepreneurs, they're salespeople, they're, they're, they're goal setters, they're driven individuals. If we look at that group of people, uh, and I know that you've written a book uh, on, on um, stress management and, and dealing with that kind of stuff as well, but as we look at this group of driven individuals and we talk about happiness being the driving force, one of the things that I'm sure you've come across with your clients in, and in your speaking is that uh, a lot of the time we as entrepreneurs get so busy so caught up, so driven that we lose focus of that happiness. And can I ask you, let's see if we can help somebody who's in the car right now or, or on the treadmill. If we have that person and they're just they're so focused, they've, they've lost touch with, my goodness, I'm so stressed and all of this is going on. How would you take that person and say to them, let's recenter back towards that happiness line? Folks, it is simple, but not easy. <laughs> Because if it was easy, you know, think about it. There would be no conflicts in the world. There would be just joy and happiness and we'd be living in utopia. We are human beings. We are complex people. We have emotions. So one of the things that I'm going to strongly, strongly recommend to each and every one of you is 
So first of all, you did mention sales and then you also mentioned entrepreneurs. I'm going to touch upon both of it. Is that bringing mindfulness in your life? And now when you're talking about, let's say if you're talking to salespeople, the minute they step into a conversation with their prospect or with that lead, their thinking is going on is how do I close this lead? Mm. How do I make this person say yes to my product or my service or whatever I'm offering? Mm. Throw that out, folks, especially for all the salespeople. Just throw it out. And think about partnership. Step yourself into that other person's shoes. And when I talk about mindfulness is that mindfulness is coming from a place of non-judgment. It is about making a conscious decision that, you know what? I want to be present in the moment. Mm -hmm. I want to make the most of this moment because this moment is never going to come back. So you allow yourself to step into the other person's shoes. You experience their pain. And then, of course, if you have a service or a message or a product that's going to alleviate their problems, then all you're going to do is you're going to share with them that, hey, you know what, this is this product, you know, how this is going to solve your problems and issues. And that's it. It's a conversation. So rather than having that stress of how do I close this sale, Mm. you will be coming from a place of heart. You'll be genuinely caring for them. And when you do that, you're going to create that safe, sacred space Mm -hmm. to build trust. And when I talk about trust, that's going to take away 80 to 90% of your stress because you're connecting with the other person. Similarly, folks, if you're an entrepreneur, right? So what I would say is drop the busy. Drop the busy, folks. Sit down and take a look at your day and see that any of the activities that you're doing, are they taking you closer towards your goal? Or is it something that is non-productive? So it's so crucial to do that. Mm. That's one of the tips. And the second tip is like bringing mindfulness in. And when I talk about mindfulness is that every hour, if not every hour, every two hours, find even like 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Allow yourself to just decompress. So even in the middle of the day, find something that's an oasis for you. That brings peace to you. So for example, currently I'm traveling, I'm in New York. And uh, I'm in Long Island and there's a beautiful sound over here. So you go there, the tide was high and the lap of the beautiful ocean just went there. And then I recorded a few videos. So, you know, work also got done. And what it's showing is also you're showing up for your people, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, whether it's for your partners, whether it's for your prospects, it gives them that insight that you're a human being. And that's what I talk about being an influencer, that it's not just about having that picture perfect photo and nothing wrong with it. If you can do it, do it. And yet at the same time, if you can't, it's okay to show up. So like, you know, Walter, I'm going to share our story. So folks, I'm just sitting here in my sweatshirt and I thought it was going to be a podcast and Walter told me, mm-hmm, no, no, Divya, <laughs> we are going to be on video too. I said, okay, you know what? Just give me a few minutes. And uh, uh, my hair sticking out all over, just like, uh, I don't know if you know Kramer. You know, people call me Lady Kramer because I've got the (laughs) folks. So I said, at least let me just go comb my hair. And I went, I combed my hair. And then we said, okay, let's just go. Let's roll. So sometimes 
when you're being mindful, you can roll with the life. And it's just about showing up. Just show up, folks. Nice. Show up, comment, and enjoy it. I think, um, Divya, I love that message and just being present as a, you know, in, in, in whatever situation that you find yourself in, whether it's as a parent, being present at that time, at that moment, being present in a relationship, in a conversation, being present in a, in a presentation or a sales environment, being present in a, in a sunset and with a beach and a, you know, whatever it is, being present. I think that's an amazing message. Divya, one of the things that I've come, come against when we talk to this group of people, this driven, you know, let's get it done kind of group, movers and shakers, as you said, is that when we, when we use the word mindfulness, the barriers go up and say, I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> okay. So do you have a, do you have a personal, you, you mentioned going down to the sound there in Long Island. Do you have a personal um, method of chilling out? Do you have a personal decompression? Let's take a few minutes or do you have a, a, a set, uh, process during a day? Is it a morning or re- evening routine? Like what's your, your personal thoughts? Absolutely. So you hit the nail on the head, so to speak. Okay. We are action driven and folks, you know, I'm one of the most action driven people. So here's the thing, like it's finding that balance. Mm. You know, the two events, right? So, okay. Mindfulness. Okay. You know, finding that time to chill, decompress. Then there's the action time. So now let's say you're walking down the street and now you see a truck barreling down the road. That's not the time to be mindful. Okay. Uh, Let me just stand there and now the truck comes and just runs over me. No, you'll die. So it's about recognizing, you know, finding that balance between the two. Because Mm -hmm. when you say mindfulness does not mean that you just got to go somewhere and go and do boom and meditate or something like that. Although I'll tell you, I meditate personally. I'm a strong proponent of it but at the same time i'm not saying that you should meditate it is what gets you rocking just find your sweet spot Mm. and you know then you're having a conversation with somebody you don't have to just go to the restaurant and go for a coffee which you may be like the sixth cup of coffee find something that will be common with your clients so i'm just going so what i'm trying to say over here is that that you either you do it or you don't do it. Mm-hmm. So here, either you know, I'm sharing what can be done or it cannot be shared. So what I'm sharing over here is that find what's the sweet spot for you, find what decompresses you, and then make that part of you. And one of the things that I'm going to strongly suggest is build your business around the lifestyle that you have, the lifestyle that you want. So for example, when I say that, you know, okay, I'm only going to work with those clients who get who I am. So, so many times I'll tell them, we are going to meet in the woods. So, we are going to have a walking meeting. So, they get exercise, I get exercise, and we are walking, and there's so much to learn from nature, and they're already decompressed. So, even while I was in the corporate world, I still have walking meetings with people. And... People would look forward to. Sometimes I, we would have like, hey, you know what? We are sitting always. Can we just kind of go and walk? Mm. Like, let's do it. So it's it's about being creative and being curious. So there is no set method because I sincerely believe, Walter. We each of us are unique. And then when I say that, oh, this is the process you got to follow, and that will not work for everyone. So it's about finding it. And when I talk about mindfulness, it's being present in the moment, doing something that you love to do. 
So for example, for entrepreneurs, yes, you're action driven, but are you doing things that you don't love to do? I mean, of course, you know, there are things that you've got to do. There's no choice. Mm. Be in that mindset, find the sweet spot when you're working. So for example, for me, I can work anytime, but even though I say that I I can work anytime, my most productive time is in the morning when I've meditated, I have, uh, you know, being grateful for my life. And of course, I'm like all excited that, okay, you know, what are my topmost things that I want to do and I'll get done. So it's about finding what works for you and then staying committed and implementing it. So it's mm-hmm. one preparing an action plan. And then, so 80% is preparation, plan out your day. I usually say, you know, work from five years. Okay, this is the five years. Even though I'm talking about mindfulness, I still propose and recommend to have that vision. So have that 30,000 foot view and then drill down to the details. Mm-hmm. Bring like, you know, plan it out for a month and then for a month then you're planning out on Sunday and then Sunday plan it out for the day. Okay, you know what? These are the days. Like, so there are so many time management things that I can share, but I think so given the time we have, those are the few things that would definitely bring more joy and less of a stress in life because folks, you know, when you include the fun in life, you'll be work more. So now, okay. You know, people know that I take my videos in nature. So I put it out on the, my social media. So my followers, my clients and my partners and people like uh, yourself, Walter, you'll know that, okay, you know what? She's not going to be, hers not going to be picture perfect. Her Kramer hair is going to be flying around. <laughs> and that's where we are going to find her. So you're being your authentic self. And when you're being your authentic self, then that pressure of being perfect is gone. Yeah. One of the things I would highly, highly recommend, just be yourself. And now that does not mean that, you know, you're sitting in your bathtub and doing a life that, oh, Divya said that, do it. So, you know, we got to be circumspect to folks. So it's, again, finding that balance and just when you are doing things that you love and rolling with it, rolling, showing up and just being cognizant. Mm. You can take out two minutes at the top of the hour. Just just chill, whether it's playing a guitar or playing your cold music, Mm. let the music play in the background so it's not just work, making it fun. Mm. Just sure. Find what brings you joy and make it part of your work life. I like it. I love it. And I think the, uh, the ability to do that, to be able to, to, to power on and then power off and then keeps everything else in that perspective. I was uh, reading, um, there's a, an Australian entrepreneur, great speaker here, a guy named Kerwin Ray, and he was talking about uh, going to the gym and working out. And he said, you can only lift so many times before your muscles just give out. They just, they just can't. can't go anymore and if we talk from a a neuroscience point of view the brain is the same it just you can't work continuously without the expectation of that it's going Mm -hmm. to fail it's going to drop you know and and that comment by Kevin Way was like okay do what you need to do switch on power on for everything that you've got for that that task that you've set for yourself that that to-do list that you need to get through and then power off and the reason to do that is as you said, to decompress, to, to, to re- reconnect with the joy, making sure that as we power on, 
we know that we're doing it for that right reason and being able to then moderate ourselves into that into that workspace as well. I absolutely love it. Divya, if we, uh, I'm so conscious of your time and, and thank you so much for, for um, giving up some of it with, with your busy schedule that you have. Oh, if, no, you know, it's all about like, like we shared that, you know, it's about people like, you know, if they can, if they take even one little nugget and if it makes their lives better this time. And of course, you know, it's been a joy to spend this time with you, Walter. I appreciate it. I really do. I love and the um, I love the, uh, the the cover that you've got of the Entrepreneur's Garden, where you you have the the quote from Brian Tracy there, and the watering, uh, being able to grow that that business. Also, with the reveal the masterpiece within you, you you're talking about something coming from inside us that becomes you know a, a greater presence in the world, and then of course leading now into expert to influencer, making sure that you're, you're getting rid of the um, the the ego, I guess if that makes sense, of of being. All of this and just, as you said, just showing up, being present, being being in that space at that time. I love that message all the way through. So as you've gone from the biotech space and you've you've studied the neuroscience world, you've studied the, in, the impact of the medication, et cetera, and brought people's lives back to balance, now you've been able to, to I guess, uh, wrong word, but diagnose the, <laughs> the causes of so many breakups, breakdowns and, and miscommunications and you've been able to put that into place. Um, if, you could, if you could leave us, Divya, with a message about uh, con- connecting and communicating and finding that joy, being able to take someone and wrap their arms around them, what, what final kind of words of advice would you give to those people? I would say find the impact you can make because when you make that impact, when you make that meaningful impact, there's no other joy that can fulfill your heart. And folks, I'll tell you that, you know, if you look at Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, and if you look at uh, so many, Dale Carnegie, and like, oh gosh, I could go on and on, and I don't want to, Warren Buffett, they give so much money back. And recently, the Bloomberg, right, um, he gave so much money to John Hopkins. It's like, why even after having so much money, they become philanthropists Mm. because again, giving back brings the joy. So what I would recommend is that my one message is, so for example, you know, I always say that if you buy one of my books, you're building a business because the profits from my book go to kiwa.org. And what happens is folks, you know, when you're creating that impact, you're going to get that drive because as entrepreneurs, so many times that passion. Mm. So it's having that powerful why. So the two things that I would definitely love to share is have a strong red hot why, folks. And when I say red hot is that you know, it's powering up you the whole day. And so when you recharge yourself, you're just ready to go up. Nice. And the second thing is, that impact because now you have this why it's powering you up. And now you're taking that power and powering others. You're creating that ripple effect because think about it. Why do we love the ocean? I mean, I love ocean, you know, one wave upon another. It's not just one big wave by itself. And you see so many boats over there and the tide comes through and like, you know, not only tide is helping the kids play in the ocean, but like lifting all boats together. So create that impact and you'll find that so much of 
stress and overwhelm just kind of melts away folks. I love it. And I know on, on your site, you have uh, the quote that uh, individually we're a drop and together we're an ocean making that impact. And you, uh, folks, you can, you can find out about Divya and, and pick up some of her books. It's divyaparek.com and I'll make sure we've got the link to the site there as well. And making that impact, as, as Divya just said, you know, when we look at the leaders who, who then have the billions of dollars and turn into philanthropists, the reason they do that is because they're giving back brings them the joy. And you can be giving back by making your own impact. It doesn't have to be a financial side of things. It, the, it, the giving back, the joy comes from your own impact. And as Divya said, from a word of wisdom would be, find out what your impact is and make that impact to the world and, and be the influence that Divya mentioned there. Divya, thank you so much for your time. I've, I've really, truly enjoyed the connection with you. Uh, and I wish you all the very best of success in the world. I know uh, from expert to influencer is going to be another smash hit success. And uh, it's really just been a joy to connect with you. And, and thank you so much for the message here. Oh, it was a joy to connect with you, Walter. You know, thank you for reaching me out, reaching out to me. Really appreciate it. I love thank it. And thank you so much. Good luck with the travels, safe travels as well. And we'll see you with the next book release as well. Thank you. Thanks, Sivia. Hey, everyone. It's Walt, and thanks so much for listening to the episodes on the podcast. We really love bringing these interviews to you, and I hope you're getting a lot out of them. We've designed the podcast to really help and to engage with everybody out there, so you could help us by simply leaving us a comment or a review, subscribing on iTunes. Head over there now. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us. It helps more than you could possibly believe. Do that now, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.